Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey everyone, it's Failing Better. With me, Sean McLaughlin. Johnny Pelham is also here. I am. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. Very musical sort of way of asking that question johnny i thought let's turn this podcast into a musical that would be and then i instantly thought let's not do that <laughs> bad i was about to say bad not good i was about bad, to say bad, bad. bad there are people drilling up the moan outside my house so if you can hear any drilling noise it is the sound of uh infrastructure being built in the Presswich area yeah Nothing it's not it's with... not the sound of your internal monologue crashing down the door of your subconscious it's so not that'd be quite that. a scary thought though do you think that's do you think what what metaphor do you think is a good metaphor to describe how people get to their subconscious thoughts do you think it is a, a, a jackhammer penetrating into your subconscious i um i don't want to talk about anything penetrating anything let's um <laughs> let's move past this thank you very much uh for listening do give us a five-star review uh if you've liked what you've heard so far but if I you have it's been pretty good content, I'd say. It's, it's a pretty good content, baby. Um, and uh, long-time listeners, just a reminder, we are doing our live show on the 3rd of November. Tickets have not gone on sale yet, but it's, it's part of this podcast festival. But 3rd of November in London, do come on down, and we'll let you know when tickets are available. Um, that was a good but, bit of admin, I thought. I thought you nailed the admin there. Well, I think we have, we've already recorded our next episode, and we didn't do any of that. So you thought go admin heavy. I'm gonna I'm gonna admin at top and tail. Oh my god, you're gonna double double admin. I think we might double admin this. Listeners, if you're excited for the podcast ahead, which I know I am, then you can really look forward to more admin later on. (laughs) Admin's what makes the world go round. You know, you know, sometimes governments come in and go, "We're gonna cut the red tape. We're gonna get rid of the bureaucracy." I'm like, more bureaucracy, more red tape. Give me something to do in my life. Yeah, more forms, baby. I'm all about forms. I love telling people that i'm a white british male that i'm you know all that other admin stuff you have to do this is a curious thing i always say white british male but am i or am i white other i think you're white british white what what would what's the question aren't you just white british i guess so (laughs) what made you think that you might be white other well my mum's not from here my dad's sort of parents aren't from here where's your mum from she's from america what wt fuck I didn't know that. Did you not know that? I don't think so. Maybe I did, but I've forgotten it. <laughs> well, that that's probably more likely, isn't and it? And so where... And your dad's not from here, either. Well, my dad was born here. He was raised here, I suppose. But his parents both Irish, and so he spent loads of time there. 
It sounds like you are white. You were born in Britain, though. Look, I was born in Britain. I was raised in Britain. But you were made. And I will die. (laughs) (laughs) I was made in the RAF. Those adverts are weird, aren't they? Because they're like, yeah. I was born in Carlisle, but I was made in the RAF. It's yeah. always basically just like, oh, oh, I'm a loser, I'm a loser. Then I went to the RAF, I went to a disco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. And what did you do in the RAF? Did you drop any bombs on innocent people? No, 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 no. It was, it was, yeah. I don't know. And, and what I got do the PTSD do day to day? I guess, according to the adverts, they just sort of play snooker. <laughs> sort of sit around on oil rigs, I think. Yeah, they do, yeah. <laughs> play cards. Oh, some of the best mates I've ever made in my fucking life. <laughs> Good accent, that. That was good accent. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to do an accent. I feel like I want to do a Newcastle accent, Johnny. I was born in the RAF, but I'm actually just a man from fucking South Shields. It's not awful. It's not as bad as some ones. Thank you. Not awful. Get that on a poster. Get off pictures. Did you not know about my American heritage? No, I didn't. My my mum's a full-blown Yankee doodle. Shut up. Oh, Cowboy Wait. hat. <laughs> Where's she from? She's from Minnesota. Oh my god. Is Minnesota a little lefty liberal state? Is that right? It sort of is, but I think these days it's hard to sort of know what that is. Mm, yeah, it just means they don't it's want to overtly it's kill a Mexican. It, yeah, it's Midwest, which I think is sort of the most normal part. And so do you, how often do you go back to America? Because you're going to America. I'm going to America in two... When you're listening to this, listeners, I will be in America. So do you have an American passport? Yeah. So you don't have to go through... You just wander straight through. Do you change your accent and pretend you are American? Yeah. Well, let's hear your American accent. Howdy, partner! (laughs) I'm going to be back in the USA! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to go watch some NASCAR racing, boys! Yeah! Quite high-pitched. Yeah, I'm a very different person. <laughs> Your balls haven't dropped in America. No, you have no. To, well, I sort you push of, them right my up. balls have sort of half-dropped. I sort of, I think he's the guy I am in America is sort of a bit inbred. Maybe there was a <laughs> bit of money from, like, oil or some sort of cotton plantation. Like, there's definitely some mm. weird family history that you're But it's made it of. worse, if any, because the money, it feels like it's given you privilege, but really it's meant that you're emotionally detached from your parents, and that comes out in your voice, I would There's say. an entitlement. And a complete inability to actually function in the modern world. God, he sounds a lot like me, your American, uh, yeah. your American sort of alter oh, ego. Oh, how there! Welcome to Failing Meta! <laughs> Yeehaw, I'm doing me a clip! She's gonna be ready in about a week! <laughs> I don't like the American version of you. No, maybe I'll just keep it He's to too this. squeaky. It's very odd that I'm American. I'm American because I'm really the most British person. I was just going to say that you don't have any of that American dream sort of. <laughs> no, I've none of that. But you my really mum do- probably doesn't either. That's why she moved to fucking Portsmouth. <laughs> That's a downgrade. Portsmouth, I think. I my little... mum moved from San Francisco to Portsmouth. I am. Um... What a life. But I fucking hate Portsmouth, mainly hey, for my. Hey, hey! Own... I was born in Portsmouth. <laughs> Were you? I hate Portsmouth mainly because, right? I, for my tour, my agent was like, hey, "Yeah, we're going to try and put a, we're going to try and put a, a date in Portsmouth." And I said, to them, Guildhall? Ne- probably, I don't know." Yeah, I was like, "Look, I've never been to Portsmouth in my life. I don't think it's going to sell well." He was like, "Johnny, it'll sell well." Anyway, a week before I'm about to go to Portsmouth, we sold two tickets. <laughs> it's a two hundred and seventy seater, so I go on local Portsmouth radio, try and sell the fucking thing. Yeah, Marine S- FM, or whatever it's called. Spinnaker, Spinnaker <laughs> FM. Talking about it, 
the show for 10 minutes, get an update and say or something. It's gone down to one. <laughs> <laughs> the DJ's pulled out. <laughs> well, I did a tour show in Portsmouth. I actually did my last tour show. It was at Portsmouth in the Guildhall. Really great crowd, all buzzing, full room. Love if you li- I hate Portsmouth. So what? Um, so do from- you actually have you never been to Portsmouth? Portsmouth I- is an interesting city. I was born there. My parents lived there for a little bit, and my dad always said it's weird. It's like a post-industrial northern town that's in the south. So it has that's a- interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why doesn't it have fishing and all that shit? Is it just because that isn't really a? Because it's on the it's on the. Well, yeah, but it's like how much fish is there? Well, that's a great question. Less than we'd hoped for, according to yeah. Bill Gates. Yeah, how many fish are there? Because we keep being told there's plenty more in the sea. But genuinely, <laughs> how many are there? And do you really want to eat fish that have been <laughs> that have been uh, caught in Portsmouth Harbour? Mm, yeah, that's a good point, actually. They always said this tuna caught in the UK waters. I mean, yeah, but if that's in, like, Southampton, I don't have no point. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm all yeah. right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Cornwall I can live with, but everywhere. I was like, oh, it was... Yeah, it's in Liverpool, from, was it? It's probably got meth. <laughs> A meffed up British fish. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, whenever I go back to Brighton, I always see people like. And I used to go j- jumping in the river in, in the in the in the harbour in Southwick when I was a kid, and there was people fishing. I guess this like oil tankers driving past. I don't mm. want to eat that. It's crazy that it, there's been big scandal in the UK recently because uh, sewage companies just keep pouring shit into our rivers, and um, mm. that can't be good for anything, can it? Yeah, but it's not like they were ever great. I I, I don't these... recall a time where like it's not, it's not like we're living in the Mediterranean. But I think it, I mean it does feel like we're a failing country in the UK. I think that is indicative of the fact that we're just shoving shit into our rivers. Like it feels like there should be some infrastructure built that means we don't have to pour them directly into the rivers which sustain wildlife. You do think you should put them into at least some sort of deep sea or something? It feels that way. I mean I don't know what the way, the best way to deal with the shit situation is. <laughs> a little pun there on the word shit. It, it seems to, to have caught you by surprise. That yeah, it did. <laughs> and then I thought, I'm not letting that go. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever said on this podcast. Mm. So you're going to America. I'm go- yeah, speaking of failing countries, I'm going to America. Just to build up the failing better brand, really. That's, That's exciting. Logic. Yeah, yeah. So this time next week, well, this will be the Tuesday episode. I'm going to be in New York City. New York oh, City. my God, I've heard of that. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like all York, isn't it? It's very much like our York. Yeah, um, yeah. The apples are bigger. Hello. And well, you're not how... allowed to go to sleep, apparently. It's the city where you're not allowed to go to sleep. God, that sounds so... quite intense, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's like Squid Games. <laughs> you would die so quickly in Squid Games. A squid I would games... never enter Squid Games. I, I, never, you... I would never enter it because the, po- the point of it is they go, oh, you can win loads of money. And I just go, I, I, I'm just ha- I'd rather be a pauper. It, isn't it people who don't have any money that will get put into it? I can't remember the premise. It's used, it wasn't it people, there's usually some reason, like I think all of them had f- massive debts or something. Yeah, something like that. When we wouldn't get in debts because we don't have any ambition to buy anything that you'd need to. We don't, we don't have debts because we have so many Patreons that finance our high-flying lifestyle. Yes, but if you do want to become a Patreon, because I mean you're going to America soon, that's got to that's be costing, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm going for work, so a lot of the costs are sort of being covered. Imagine, Sean, if you could speak to a little 20-year-old Sean now. Let's let's imagine that person probably, you know, very spotty, I imagine, deep, self-loving, sort of, sort of awful little child. And you would say to him, one day, little 20-year-old Sean, you're going to go to America for <laughs> little, work. Little. You think I, you think I, ha- I had, hadn't stopped growing by 20? 
Yeah, I mean, I imagine you're still tall for humans, but for who you're going... No, it's not. I'm not. I'm not. It's not the Burj Khalifa. It's Sean. It's me. It's you from the future. (laughs) Oh, by the way, the Burj Khalifa becomes a massive building. (laughs) What do you think? Can you imagine that little 20-year-old Sean found out that you were going to America for work? He'd be so proud of you. Well, yeah, he'd probably think it was like, I don't know, gun work or sex work. But it's not gun work. He wouldn't have thought it was like comedy work. He'd have been like, oh, you've probably got a job as a... You're probably like licking stamps for the FBI because you're a snitch or something like that. Do you think that's what the FBI do if you're a snitch? They make you, they make you fly you out to New York to lick stamps. We need someone to lick our stamps. Let's get a good old British snitch. Snitch exchange programme. Um, but that is exciting. Little it's 20-year-old. very exciting. It'd be I'm so proud excited. of you. Well, I very much like New York. I've been once before and it's amazing. You know, it's like, it is like London. But um, I really like London, so there you go. I've never been to America. Is it? I I always feel it's a bit like I don't have that much interest in going actually. Well, I've just been to Canada, and I do I do ugh, I do bang this drum a lot, but I do feel like Canada's sort of the the best of both. Mm. Like you have that North American style living, but you have you know a welfare state and a decent education system and stuff like that. Um, so what are you doing in? Um, and do you have any plans for your American your week in America? Your for fun, week? for fun, for fun. Yeah, I'm going to see the New York Yankees at one point. Yankees is baseball. 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 And baseball goes on for like six hours, doesn't it? It's a bit like apparently oh, they've brought in a new rule this season to make the game shorter. Oh really? Something like they can't take as much time getting ready to pitch. That's what I- someone told me. Because someone invited me to another game and I was like, I can't do all these games. I can't go out there and just watch baseball. Well, I've baseball... got to be out there, but I've got to be out there pounding the pavement trying to build up failing better. Well, I, I'm assuming when you're at the New York Yankees, you're going to try and pitch them to, to uh, sponsor this podcast. I mean, yes. that's an actual thing. Yes. I think we're going to... There's, they're probably going to be like, look, we don't need any new sponsors. And I'm going to be like, no, I'm not here to get to be a sponsor i want you to sponsor us i want us to be sponsored by the new york yankees yeah i mean and, and new york yankees are like the man united of baseball are they yeah they're like the biggest they're the most they're the richest they win the most it just makes sense that that'd be us i think it's a it's a meeting of two equivalent brands i agree for quality around the world yes that is exactly how you should pitch it when you when that's you're what i'm tra- gonna say when you, you see, and also to get in I think mean, you're probably going to have to like a strap a bomb to yourself or something. Or I think <laughs> yeah, what do you want? What do you want? I want a sponsorship deal with the New York Yankees. I want them to support my podcast. I mean, I think the numbers would go up. <laughs> the numbers would go up. And I think most people listening would be like, yeah, you could tell. You could tell something was going to happen. It'd be such a weird way to, because I'd probably wake up. You know, my phone's got quite a lot of notifications. What's happened? Oh, Sean has taken a prank too far. I'll tell you one thing, actually, I was going to ask you. I'm going to Los Angeles, and I've not really looked into the church. Los Angeles is fucking... I, there's no public transport. Well, yeah, I mean, there is that, a bit yeah. of public transport, but I looked into... Every time I go on a Reddit thread about it, they always go, oh, yeah, you see, like, homeless men being decapitated up there, <laughs> which is not something I'd look to do on a trip. Um, I might... Should I go to Disneyland? Yeah, I think I've so. I've never been to Disneyland. You've got to go to Disneyland. But is it's, like, a in- hundred quid. I don't, and it's a hundred quid, and it's an hour from my hotel, like an hour and a half from my where I'm staying. So I'd have I, to get like an Uber for like an hour. I always think this one. When it, when else are you going to be in LA? I can just spend the money. It's like when you're in the fucking, you know, you're in the desert, get on a camel, like because you're never, you're never going to be in that place again. Because I was in um, 
when I was in Tanzania climbing Kilimanjaro, like an absolute legend, um, mm. there was a safari, and it was quite a lot of money, and it was like, oh, I don't want to go. It's like, we're never going to, when the fuck else are we going to be able to that's, see a- That's sort of how I view it. With LA in particular, New York I think I'll go back to again, because LA, I, I don't know. LA also, famously- I don't know if I want to go to Disneyland then. There must be other stuff I could, because Disneyland is just a theme park, right? Mm, it is interesting, that. But what is, I guess you- There's LA- a Disneyland in Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you just go to just go one of those tours around people's houses, try and see like Scarlett Johansson's house and Nicolas Cage's house, and you know that's what you do. What shall I look at that? Shall I look? Uh, shall I look what up? Yeah. Ma- tour of stars' houses, but what? I don't care where stars live. I don't either. It feels such a weird thing that to me because what do you do? You just go and get in a bus and then just like take a picture of someone's house. It's a bizarre. It is really weird. Come see the Hollywood sign. On a Hollywood tour, I can't. Well, yeah, look, look, it's Robert De Niro's second home. Yeah, even exactly, though he doesn't yeah. live there anymore. And what do you, I guess what LA's not really famous for anything other than being famous. You know what I mean? That's like what I don't get. I'm yeah, going yeah. There. People go, are you doing the sites? I don't know what the sites are. I, I don't know, know what the sites are. I know are. there's the Hollywood sign. Yeah, yeah. And I'll probably see that straight away. <laughs> and I go, well, that's that then. I, I do know what you mean. There's, there's no cultural that I can think of that I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that in LA. Maybe you should try and get an agent in LA. Do you have an American agent? Well, yeah, I'm going to try and do stuff like that, I think. Have you got any gigs lined up? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I'll in do the... gigs. That's fun. I'll do in... gigs. I'm doing you... gigs. I'll do, do meetings. I know a few people out there. Maybe I'll try and have some friends. But Who are you? So far, like, I, I looked at where I was staying. They put me up in a hotel for a few days, and then I had to pay for my own. I thought, I'll just go near there. And then I thought, oh, I'll go to the beach one day. And I looked. It's a five-hour walk to the beach. Fucking hell. Yeah. And then I I'm said, not... all right, I'll go to Disneyland. It's a 22-hour walk to Disneyland. It looks like you're going to have to get your walking boots. Yeah. Big time. Big That's... time. So, so you're not sure. What to... I don't know. What to... If any of our listeners have ever been to LA and know what you should do out there, then do get in touch. I think we've, had... I think we've asked this question before on the pod. and been met with... Crap suggestions. <laughs> no, I'll just I'll just go and mess about. I just want to eat burgers. I think I'll just go eat burgers. That's what I I'm think doing. you're going to get. That's what people fat. do in America, don't they? Uh, it is. I think that's literally it. Because the only one of the few things I know about American culture is that their food portions are massive. Yeah, I but can live with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, you... been, I've been very disciplined this year with the old food. And you let it all go in America for two weeks. Let it all go. I'm going to go for a hike around Griffith Observatory Park. Griffith Park is near where one of the places I'm staying. Apparently, it's a huge park where the Hollywood side is, but there's trails there and you can do hikes. So I'll just do that. And there's a there's a Western Museum, so I might go there. It's for like um cowboys and Indians and stuff. I'm sure that, that, that I'm sure that neither of those are the politically correct expression now. But that's cowboys fine. must be surely. Cowboys probably fine. But I meant like, it's my like old West. Yeah, yeah. Like but imagine if imagine the fury if they tried to like get rid of the word cowboys. People would be so angry. They had to call them like horsey men with peculiar hats. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everyone, we can no longer use the word cowboys. It has to be horsey men with peculiar hats. I was sort of going through a bit of a cowboy phase earlier this year. I was reading about cowboys. <laughs> Dressing up as a cowboy. Dressing up as one. Uh, sort of going into saloons, just opening fire at people. Um, I'd love you as a little cowboy. Will you wear a little hat? cowboy? I think I'd probably be the tallest cowboy in the West, Johnny. <laughs> and this is I feel like this is your first pitch meeting. You yeah. walk in LA, <laughs> you go the tallest cowboy in the West. <laughs> you walk the, in a normal lot? man. And then Statue you of Liberty, but with a hat. 
solving Western mysteries. That's in, I like that. As, as I mean, like um, a detective show set in the Wild West. Like Murder, She Wrote meets like John Wayne. That's what Murder, I'm thinking. Murder, She Rode into the sunset. That's <laughs> Hello. That is actually a really good idea. Yeah. A mystery show set then. I mean, I guess the thing is Red Dead Redemption, there was elements of that. I don't know if you ever played those games. I did. There'll be times where you were like, oh, I've got to find out who did this to me. But I think that's never been on TV. I think you can be the. I think you've got the the charisma, the the beauty, and the um, haughty demeanor to be the lead of uh, a a Western detective. And you put on you, 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 you pretend to be American, you put on your accent, and you go around solving crimes in the West. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Hi there! What's going on, everybody? And can I be your sidekick? Here's my sidekick, Little Jojo. Hey, I'm Little Jojo. Hopefully, I don't fall <laughs> hey, into. This literally sells itself. <laughs> hey, Little Jojo, he gets up there the chimneys. So good, they named me twice. I'm Little Jojo, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and help Sean solve the problems. Well, I might fall into a well occasionally. Uh oh. Uh-oh, my catchphrase is, uh oh, I've fallen into a well again. <laughs> yes. Your catchphrase also sort of is a plot point. Yeah, every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Kenny in South Park. So you've I'm... never been to America, but have you ever wanted to go? Where do you want to visit on this earth that you've never been? That's a bloody good question, isn't it, Johnny? Good question. I'd like to uh, visit a little town called Inner Contentment. Uh... <laughs> no, no, never, never. I'll never get, get the wellness train. Yeah. Oh, it's a rail replacement bus. <laughs> This documentation does not get you here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go to South America. I think I'd like to go to Brazil. How do you think you'd survive there? How do you think you'd do? I guess quite quickly I'd, I'd, I'd sort of establish myself in the crime gangs and the favelas. Move the to favelas, the top. yeah, of course. I think I'd probably in a, I'd move there for six months, become leader of a big gang by the end, and then uh, you know write about it in a book, move back to the UK and do a good book about it. What would the book be called? My time on the streets of Brazil. <laughs> it's a very good title. You're very good at coming up with book titles. Thank you. I, I don't mind me saying that. So you want to go to Brazil. What What would you like to do at Brazil? I think I'd just like to go to the carnival. And I, I think that South American spirit, they always feel so like joyous. I'd quite like to be around that as a sort of emotionally dead Englishman. It'd be quite do you think nice. it, would, it would sort of infect you and you'd, you'd find yourself sort of dancing? I mean, did you ever go to like Notting Hill Carnival when you lived in London? Or do you ever do go to no. Pride in Manchester or anything like that? I don't really do fun things, Sean. It's not really my style. Maybe, uh, maybe that would be a good sort of litmus test to how much you'd survive in, in the Rio Carnival. I think, I mean, it'd be interesting. I went to the Rio Carnival and they just had to shut it down. <laughs> just like, just like a Dementor from Harry Potter. I just went around sucking joy. <laughs> hmm. That'd be good. I'd love to do South America. I want to do Maybe. Peru, Peru and I want to go to Buenos Aires. And... If we get enough patrons, first patron special record, we go to the Rio Carnival. I just don't think that's a good start for us. <laughs> Why not? I, th- I think we should start a bit smaller than that, don't you think? Right. Fair enough. If we get enough patrons, we go to a fish and chip shop in Scotland. We go to a Bob. fish and chip shop. <laughs> First, fish and chip shop, and then we go to Rio Carnival. Yeah, all right. Part of um, me, I know it sounds weird, but part of me is going to miss fish and chips when I'm over in a bloody How often America. do you have fish and chips? I find your eat, your like food patterns bizarre. How <laughs> what, often in do you what eat? way? Because you're going to America for two weeks, and you're saying you're going to miss fish and chips. <laughs> every day, <laughs> every lunch and dinner. Every lunch and dinner is fish and chips. 
you just go the usual, please, sir. No, I don't. I just have bags of chips a lot. I don't know if that's a cultural thing over there. I mean, they have I haven't flies, had any this year because I've been trying to like keep good, and now I'm like go to America. I'm going to let it all hang out. So I don't understand how you're going to miss it if you've not eaten it. Yeah, but I miss it now. Yeah. How much yeah. of your life do you think is you resisting the urge to eat a chip? A higher percentage <laughs> than I would care to admit. <laughs> do you do you love chips or your wife more? Long pause. <laughs> Long pause. No, I love my wife. <laughs> I love my wife. She's great. But nothing beats, <laughs> <a chip>. <laughs> <laughs> nothing beats a chip in life. Nothing beats a chip. Nothing. Me- I guess chips is a, it's a simpler love. It's just salt, it's vinegar, it's delicious. With a wife, there's washing, there's, you know... There's I mean, there's, salt, there's plenty of salt and vinegar as well. <laughs> and there's sex, which is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better to ha- it's better when I'm having sex with my wife than with the chips. But I'll give it a good go. <laughs> what what, when what you, is this sauce on this chips? Ch- <laughs> oh, uh-uh. Move on. What, how often that. do you eat fish and chips then? What's your diet at the moment, actually? You're looking good. Do you mind me saying that? I've started doing sit-ups. You inspired me to do some sit-ups. I've stopped. <laughs> oh, we're never in sync. We're the opposite of women. We're doing sit-ups. In a sitcom. Yeah, I'm yeah. starting um, starting some sit-ups. Lost a bit more weight. I, it got bad for me when I realised that I was on, like, um, first-name basis with the, the takeaway man who does Donna Kebabs. I thought that's when you think I have to stop. Was he calling you boss man? Because no, I, I regret to inform you, he calls everyone that. <laughs> he was calling me Jonathan James Stacey Pelham. <laughs> you might fall there. Stacey Pelham from the Failing Better podcast. Yeah. And, your, and your, your mum is called Rowena and your dad is called Jeff. How are you today, my valued customer? Your mum is called Rowena? Yeah, yeah. Or? That's a name you don't hear much anymore. Row for short. Pretty clever. Or Weena. <laughs> <laughs> That was her, but then she got bullied at school called Weena. <laughs> Weena. If someone was called Moina and you were at school, they're being called Weena every every day of their life. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So what? You're you're back on a health kick pre pre summer health kick. Sort of. I had a few beers last night, so that hasn't helped. But on the whole, I'm I'm trying to lose a bit of the old timber. What's your aim? Is it because Edinburgh Fringe and you want to be sh- you want to be in ship shape? I just want to look less horrible when I don't have my shirt on. You know what I mean? Like I just look at myself. Learn, you can't be setting those sort of ambitions, Johnny. It's just I look like a sort of you know, like Ma, like the moon has those craters and they're just like cavernous. And I just feel like that's what my body looks like. It's just like a grim sort of barren wasteland. And I think like you know, Sophie should want to have sex with me. I look at myself in the mirror and I think, why? You know what I mean? Like, there's just nothing. I just Sophie should want to have sex with me. That's the clip. That is the clip. That's the clip. We atter in it. And I mean, that'd be horrible. Let's not do that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but you know, I just like to look, I'd like to look at my body and feel some, because I'm all for body positivity, but sometimes you've got to get real with your body. <laughs> I'm the same. I just go, God. And that's what I'm dreading most about LA is like, everyone's going to be fit. Yeah, and you just look like a weird vampire in the corner. I go, I am at my, be- I'm at the best I've been in years, and even- and I am the ugliest person in this postcode. L A will be brutal, L A because or it might not be. Who knows? It might be fine. It might be. And normal. the thing about L A is, you can have the moral superiority of knowing that you haven't like shoved any like fat out of your body or shoved it into your nose or anything. You know what I mean? Like at least you got this. Look, I might look fucking awful. Imagine but- if I just come back with loads of. <laughs> 
I would love that. You and I just I... try and like, I just try and style it out. You For... go, sure, it's a tusk you've got. Yeah. <laughs> Duck beak. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> quack, quack. Would you ever get plastic surgery? I've already had all the, all the, you know, I've had, I've, I've already had penis reduction surgery. I've always, I've already had, um, to, to, uh, to nothing. No, I genuinely did have penis reduction surgery on the NHS. That's not even a joke. <laughs> really? It's not a joke. Tell us about that then. So what, why well, they have... call it a circumcision, but I... <laughs> hey Thank you. Do you get a circumcisions on the NHS? Mine was. Is that because it was a medical thing and did you have a smelly foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> it was a mistake. I went in with a broken leg. <laughs> Well, well, while we're here, we can't uh, sort that. That uh, this guy's penis is a disaster. This guy's penis is a death zone. With <laughs> some serious reconstructive surgery on it. And this new, this new COVID is forming in his foreskin. Well, anyway, I think I should... would have plastic surgery. I mean, I do. I always used to say I'd never get it. I'd never get it. Uh, and I judge everyone. And then now I'm showing visible signs of aging for the first time, and I'm like, oh yeah, well I, mean, I do get it. Yeah, it isn't yeah, nice yeah. seeing loads of wrinkles around your eye. It's not yeah. optimum, but um. I don't really mind. I mean, it's easier for men, I think. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. How about you, Johnny? Would you get plastic surgery? Sorry, I'll rephrase it. When will you get? When will you realise you need plastic surgery? <laughs> well, I guess it's interesting, isn't it? Can you improve perfection? Philosophical question. That let's write. Yeah, an it is. On but it. let's focus on the question I asked, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever would. I guess one thing for me is, if I start, where does it end with plastic surgery? Because sure, I could get. I could like get a better nose. It doesn't look like a question mark. Well, then that instantly for the question like, well, what about my lips? They're clearly not very good lips. Then eventually, what am I? I'm just like fucking. I know, know exactly what you mean. I'm that's, like Jordan. That's... I'd fall. I'd, I'd just get massive tits, whack them out on national newspapers. I thought you meant the country. <laughs> well, both. It's a versatile word, Jordan. <laughs> it's a very versatile, versatile word. Um, yeah, I know what you mean in that regard. No, I think we're both perfect the way we are. Thank you. But, but we should diet because our bodies are terrible. Yeah, we should diet and we need to work out more. I need to get back into doing my arm stuff. I lost track <laughs> of that when I was doing my uh, when I was in Canada. And now I need to get back into doing that. I'm going to really question. I felt really good about it. I Did felt you? really good and like strong. And then I just let it go for two weeks and it just goes so quickly. It goes so quickly. But it comes yeah. back quickly. Does it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the thing about like health is it. It, you lose it then but if you've done it then it does come back quite quickly hmm interesting hmm. question i've got for you how much should shame be a guiding force in your life like because i think we haven't we're sort of scared of shame but then also me being ashamed of my body is probably the thing that makes me do sit-ups which is probably a good thing well i was raised catholic so shame is sort of the the core building block of who i am <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I, I don't. What's wrong with shame? Well, I guess it's quite it's quite a negative emotion, is it? Because it's not. It's like <laughs> body positivity would say like, get better if you want, but fundamentally love yourself. But that I mean, loving myself, having a top of this on podcast before, feels a million miles away from realistic to me. <laughs> I just don't even know what that is. I know. What I mean, mean, what do you want? I look in the mirror, just go brilliant, love all that. Yeah, That's it's impossible. Happened. And, and and if you were to like, you know, like CBT is all about changing thought patterns. There's no way I could ever realistically look at myself in the mirror and go, delight, delighted <laughs> by this. What a, Brilliant. What, what a yeah. result. <laughs> yeah, lovely situation. <laughs> like, and if I did that, 
it would be psychopathic, I think, because I'd be so much, I'd be so lying to myself. The people who love themselves and think they're great are the worst people I've ever met. I, I yeah, yeah. And so people say, well, I, I, people say, I am who I am. And you think, yeah, we'll just be better. Yeah, you, yeah, you boring, don't be ignorant that. prick. Yeah, yeah. Don't be that then. Well, I am what I am. It's not people go, yeah, you know what? I am what I am. I shoot from the hip. I say it like it is. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't do that. And people, because I think we're obsessed in this country with self-discovery, where surely life is about self-creation as much as it's about discovery. Where people are like, I am who I am. This, well, actually, you just go, just be better. That's the existential possibility of being a human being, is that you can change. Be better. And shame is a way to improve yourself. Maybe that... this is a self-help podcast. I think it is a self-help episode. <laughs> What's that thing where they say, I am what I pretend to be? Is that I phrase? Know. I don't know who said that. There's that other one, isn't there? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. I hate that, that though. Because it's not true, is it? Because I can think I'm a, you know, a, a great scientist. I'm wrong. <laughs> well, but do you think you are a great scientist? No, but if I did, it wouldn't make me a great what scientist. What do so... you think you are, then? And let's see if they're right or wrong. I think I, think I am. I guess in my heart, in my soul, I think I'm a pathetic worm boy. <laughs> you are that. <laughs> my problem is, I think this is a good podcast. <laughs> now, what does that make? Now, what does that do for this? That's a spatter of the works on this theory. Well, I, I think that's when mental... Because I think if you genuinely think this is good, then clearly you've got some form of psychosis. <laughs> and we need, to, we need to medicate that out of you. There's no, you know, you know you're, you're, the wiring in your brain is faulty. Yeah, if you turn up to a hospital and you go, I'm a fan of the Fairly Better podcast, they should be a special wing. You go, all right, okay, right this way. No, no, no. I don't, I don't care if you're giving birth. This woman's a fan of the Fairly Better podcast. Of course, of course. That's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. about Because I think that is the one with self-help, isn't it? Is that it all it's locates agency solely in the individual. And actually, that isn't where agency is, because it's often cultural or mental health or all those other things. I the thing is, is it, there's that. I never knew. I always think, oh, if I didn't have so much to do, I'd actually find discover myself, mm. and I'd be able to, you know. And society's always pushing down on me, and it and it and it pushes us into a certain lanes and and molds us into whatever it needs us to be. And I can never be who I actually feel I can be inside. But whenever I have a week off or something, there's nothing here. Yeah. Yeah, without I, yeah. society, without all the wheels of 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 of, of civilization moving around me, I'm just I'm nothing. Because we're nothing. nothing. We're nothing in a, in the abstract, are we? I think that's why I'm not that much of a fan of the self discovery stuff. Because I feel like it implies that there's some essential self waiting to be discovered and unleashed upon the world. Whereas actually, we're just we we creators. We create who we are through making mistakes and then being like that was a terrible decision. And then making another bad decision. And then before you know it, you're the host of a podcast that's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know how to get out of it. Because now if someone said to me, what are you? Eventually I'd have to say I'm a podcaster. Yeah, exactly. That, I'm, a that con- isn't... I'm a content creator. I'm a content creator. I'm a viral sensation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. You think you're going to be one thing. You're not going to be that thing. You think this is going to happen. It's not happened. Yeah. Life moves faster than you think. Before you know it, you're 35, you're flying to America, and you've just ordered four female body inspector t-shirts because you think they'll get a kick of that over there. <laughs> I would love it if you just wore novelty t-shirts every day of your trip yeah. to America. Yeah, female body inspector. I've got a t-shirt saying, keep Streatham weird. <laughs> I might wear that. 
<laughs> oh, you can do that. Uh, got a PhD and then AMRT, a pretty huge dick. It's all stuff like that. That is what would really set apart your trip to Don't America. talk to me till I've had my morning beer. Stuff like that. Like, yeah. if so, if if lost, please return to the pub. Stuff like yeah. that. Just shit dad t-shirts. And you can be like, how was your trip to America? And to me, and you can say, do you mean my novelty t-shirt holiday? And it can be the defining characteristic of your holiday can be your t-shirts. Yeah, they go, what's America like? Oh, it's good. People laugh at your t-shirts. <laughs> a lot. I like a lot. People I'm follow you around <laughs> and go, this guy's t-shirt is hilarious. The first novelty t-shirt must have been funny. There yes. must have been, like, I'm with stupid, like, pointing. Yeah. The first time someone wore that, people must have been like, what is, what is going on? <laughs> is this, who, has the government given you this? Have you been given this by the state? Did the mayor, as the mayor told you, you have to wear that. To, and you go, no, 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 I bought it in a shop. And it implies the person next to me is stupid. They'd be like, oh, like nosebleeds. <laughs> Just head, <coughs> loads of people's eyes explode. <laughs> <into there. Yeah. laughs> it's like, you know, when you hear that story about the first time there was a cinema and there was a train and people thought, people yeah, thought yeah. it was a real train. <laughs> people would be like, oh, I don't want to be stupid. I don't yeah. want to be next to him. <laughs> Wait a minute. The stupid person changes based on where this person moves. <laughs> ah, we could all be stupid. <laughs> what was the first novelty t-shirt? Do you think it was that? I'm with stupid. I think so. I think the first one with a uh, t-shirt was I'm with stupid, but the arrow was pointed upwards. <laughs> it was a really self, self-hating. <laughs> we I'm going to go, I'm going to write, what is the first novelty t-shirt? Anyway. How long have we done? We've done about 34 minutes, so we can stop at any point. And we've fulfilled our contractual obligation. Funny novelty tea. Oh, I don't know. The first rule of tea club is don't talk about tea club. The second rule is always warm the pot. Who is buying that? That is so shit. It's had six ratings. It's on four and a half stars on Amazon Fashion. Oh, God. My algorithm is going to really convince <laughs> me now. Right. Let's have a look at the reviews, shall we? Is this a review? What's the t-shirt say? The first rule of tea club is don't talk about tea club. The second rule is don't. Is it always warm the pot? It's about I having cups that. of tea. I hate that. Funny shirt. Top review in the United Kingdom. Funny shirt. <laughs> nice, that... t nice t-shirt, good quality. Ordered on 11th of December 2020 at the heart of the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> we all needed a little pick-me-up. Hey, someone's, this... just, someone's just lost a family member, haven't they? And the dad's gone, right, pull the emergency card here. He's coming down saying, look, I know your mum's dead, but I think this is going to cheer you up, kids. I bought a tea-based T-shirt. Um, right, I'm going to look up other novelty T-shirts and reviews. This is a fascinating way to end, because also it will subtly plant the idea of giving reviews for this podcast into the listener which you should and also buying merchandise we don't have any but if you have any ideas and also know someone who can manufacture merchandise and do get in touch this t-shirt says i didn't do it oh wait that yeah i did do that that's funny do you like I mean, that that is really funny because he thought he didn't do it but then he did and that's good stuff isn't it okay how about this one I'm called grumpy because I'm way too cool to be called granddad. <laughs> what the fuck? That's had, um, see any, any reviews for that? Oh my God. Here we go. Loads. First review. Just the job. Certainly put a <laughs> smile on the old man's face. Bless him. 
he, he has dementia. Spot on. <laughs> Thanks. Good fit, decent quality. You can't always guarantee the quality you receive when buying these sort of t-shirts, but on this occasion, I have a very happy dad and a very happy son who purchased the t-shirt to gift to his granddad. Granddad is rather portly. <laughs> but the XXL fitted him just fine, and the printing is even. Not worn or faded, even after half a dozen washes. The problem with the world, Sean, is that people want t-shirts like this. Grumpy Gaga is a running family joke, so this was perfect for us. Who are this? Who is this family, and how do we get people that funny to be a guest on this podcast? <laughs> the thing is, yeah, that is the issue, isn't it? You feel like we live in a sort of modern, interesting society, and then you meet the people who make it up, and they just want shit T-shirts. People just want shit T-shirts. First, I drink the coffee, then I do the things. Would you buy that? No, it just implies I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> first, I drink, first, I drink the coffee, then I shit and have a panic attack. <laughs> Morning. Here's the top done. comment. Here's the top comment. Very comfortable and funny. <laughs> this is better reviews than we've had. Every T-shirt has got better. Yeah. My son is wearing it every day and night. <laughs> what does he just say? First, I drink the coffee, then I then I do the, the things. It's really comfortable, so he sleeps in it and is wearing it during the day. I mean, I think, your, I think your son has got a serious syndrome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So me. This is reviewed in the United Kingdom. Love this shirt. Wore it to work today, and everyone said it was perfect for me. Yeah, because everyone at your work gets <laughs> hate you. They all hate you. Whoever wrote that review, you're hated in your office. And you know what? Correctly so. Get better t-shirts, you fucking weirdo. Get better t-shirts, right? Get failing more, more. better t-shirts. We should. What have would a be a failing better novelty t-shirt? Um, TGIF better. Thank yeah. God it's failing better. Or I think it's got to be Bangladesh always wins with like a Pakistan flag. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Someone's written, this is one saying, don't worry, I've had both my shots and my booster. And it's two shots of tequila and a pint of beer. (laughs) Top reviews. Right. Top review. Brother-in-law liked the (laughs) T-shirt. Well, next, like, review, right. next review is from Ray Davis. Now, Ray Davis, um, do you reckon that's the same Ray Davis who's the lead singer of the Kinks? One I of the greatest it, songwriters of all time. It's got I imagine it must be. I imagine yeah. it must be. Well, his review is, with COVID still around, when wearing it, it gets a few laughs with people that I pass or friends that I see when I'm out and about. What a way to live a life. To go well, on the website can, and, you, and post that. You can see his lyrical sort of genius, even in that sentence yeah. or two, can't you? From Waterloo Sunset to Lola to funny t-shirt <laughs> reviews. Is there anything this guy can't write? <laughs> what I like about that novelty t-shirt, it's really dived into the culture war in quite a, quite a big way for a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, now there's loads of coronation t-shirts. For the for king? The coronation. This is absolutely mad, this world of novelty. T- this has got to be the easiest money that is made on the internet. People are spending 20 quid on That's crap mad. novelty t-shirts. What does it say? Does it say uh, the, the Charles has got nothing on these crown jewels and then I went down to the penis. I reckon if we made that, printed it, it would make so much money. Maybe that's what. Maybe this does become a t-shirt shop, t-shirt based podcast. Yeah. I never have. I have neither the time nor the crayons to explain this to you. Six hundred and fifty-eight five-star reviews. This T-shirt has got. <laughs> that is so much more than we've had. 
But that's weird though, because wouldn't you you try and explain something from pen, wouldn't you, rather than a crayon to an adult, surely? I don't think that one makes any sense. Oh my god. I'm just going through these reviews. Someone's written it's fine. The material is a bit thin, but overall it's fine. The people moaning about the print quality, read the description. It's supposed to be distressed. <laughs> I just love the sense of humour. Someone's written that. <laughs> listen to Failing Better. If you think that's funny, then if you listen to Failing Better, you'll have a fucking aneurysm. It's, we're so much funnier than that. Who are, it is mad, isn't it? The world of novelty. It'd be good to do a documentary about people who love novelty t-shirts because there I, would be some yeah, just insane would be good, people. Any, I never argue. I just explain why I'm right. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's written... Right, here's one. This is actually one that you really like. Hand sanitizer. Pump 10 to 15 times, then rub in vigorously. And there's an arrow pointing down. (laughs) That is great stuff. That's genius. Whoever's come up with that, truly a wonderful man. I want to get that one. Um, All right, well, uh, there you go, listeners. If you think that stuff's worth five stars, then surely this is worth five stars because we're telling you the exact same jokes as those (laughs) T-shirts. But we're doing it in an ironic way rather than just stealing their content because we think it is so good. I guess this podcast is the novelty T-shirt of the podcast world. Yeah, we're the novelty T-shirt, yeah. And and when we meet our fans on our live show, it's going to be a tragic state of affairs. It is. It's going to be like a divorced dad's club. (laughs) It'll just be, everyone will be wearing an I'm with stupid t-shirt. And for the first time ever, they'll all be correct. <laughs> we should get novelty t-shirts for the live show. Yeah, it'll just be a round circle of I'm with stupid t-shirts. It'll be like an <laughs> AA meeting, but for the novelty, novelty t-shirt community. <laughs> it's going to be a very dis- distressing affair. Anyway, 3rd of November, we'll see you there. Um, I need to go, I've got some stuff to do. I need to go to. All right, well, it's been lovely chatting, and I wish you have a good time in America and uh, try not to get shot, I guess. I'll try not to get shot or ruddy. Um, uh, vaccinated. Or vaccinated. I don't want to let the libs control me. Different um, type of shot. We're doing puns now, and they're going pretty well. God, those t shirts are funny, actually. <laughs> and now I think about it, those t shirts might be the funniest thing in the world. Um. I'll, we'll we'll do some episodes when I'm in the States, right? We'll do a couple eps. I think that'd be lovely, yeah. We can talk all about your American experience and how you've gotten with the novelty t-shirt community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, inevitably. Um, everyone, genuinely, thank you. Do sign up to the Patreon. Extra content every week. Two hours of stand-up from us. And you and keep loads. supporting this podcast. And you get You're... to keep supporting us podcasts. We want to start up a novelty t-shirt factory. Oh. And we, we love doing this podcast. And every little bit of money you give helps us to keep the lighting on in our homes and to keep us fully decked out in different types of silly t-shirts, which brings us so much joy. It brings joy to us and to all of our neighbours. I just can't wear novelty t-shirts on stage because it's much, they're much, they're so much more funny than I am. <laughs> I get, I'm the support act to my novelty t-shirt. What I do, I do like 20 at the top and then I just put on different novelty t-shirts for an hour and that's my Edinburgh act. I think if you were to wear the funniest novelty t-shirt and just go on stage, enough promoters would go, no, he's got a funny t-shirt, that's <laughs> enough to book him. Let's book him for his T-shirt. Come on, guys. Um, all right. Thanks, everyone. Give us a five-star rating. Please tell your friends. We Goodbye. love failing better. Bye. 
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.